guys, welcome back to another episode of Less Panic, More Peace. Thank you for tuning in because today we have a very special guest. She's a college student who's born with a bunch of food allergies and a future actress, may I add. She'll share some really juicy stories. Um, we're going to talk the life-threatening coffee incident that changed her life forever, learning how to really own your allergies and being confident with them, college tips, being out on your own, and college party games. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you all to Peyton Robinson. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so glad. Thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. To start off, can you share with the audience a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah. So as you said, my name is Peyton Robinson and I'm 20 years old now. I'm currently a student at Elon University. Um, I was born with severe food allergies to dairy, eggs, peanuts, fish, and shellfish, um, anaphylactic allergies to all of those. And, you know, a lot of my experiences, specifically one that landed me in the hospital back in 2017, inspired me to start a new platform, a media platform called The Allergy Strategy, where I'm trying to educate and encourage other families who are, you know, essentially dealing with the same thing now. Um, And I'm a BFA acting major, actually, and I'm planning to add a kind of a nutrition track since my school doesn't have a nutrition major um, to that. But that's just a little bit about me. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, wow. That seems like you got a lot going for you. That's amazing. So how did you start this allergy strategy? I saw you on Instagram and I was like, wow, this is super, super cool. I love what she's doing. So how did you start it? Well, I always kind of wanted to do it. And kind of like I said, you know, back in 2017, I was actually going to my first college class. I was still in high school, but I was doing dual enrollment. And so it was my first day of college class. I was so excited. Go And so my friend and I, um, a kind of a new friend of mine, or, you know, I know her well, but we went to this uh, coffee shop that I've been to many times over the years, you know, have had my same order that I always do, you know, with non-dairy milk and everything. And somehow the drinks got switched. So long story short, ended up in the hospital and it was a terrifying experience. And I remember laying there thinking, okay, like if I, you know, I'm, it survived this and everything. Um, I'm going to do something positive to make a difference in the food allergy community because of the effects that my food allergies have had on me. And we've always tried to make it something positive. And I've seen so many families that really struggle with, you know, finding the good and making it some and finding the positive and putting in like that extra effort. And so I just kind of wanted to share more about how we've done that and how my family's put in the extra effort, you know, through the years to do that. And so that's how it all started. And of course, I love have, you know, taking pictures of the food and sharing all that. It's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that. So I mean, you've basically had a life threatening allergic reaction. And I know a lot of people who are listening to this can even relate to what you've been through and just kind of making a positive impact after that kind of moment of like, oh my God, I'm, I could die about, I could die. Like it's like a real thing. Like I could because of a food that is just not cooperating with my body. And I think that it's really important that to share that, that story that you shared, it's like super, super important. And I love how you're making a difference and helping other people, which is just amazing. So can you share a little, a little story, maybe like how, when did you find out you were allergic? Was that the first time you found out that you were allergic? I've had severe food allergies for my whole life. So it's been a whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Okay. So can you share one of the stories that you're like, wow, this is insane. I hope this never happens again kind of thing. 
Yeah, well, there have been a few. There have been a few. That was one of the the major ones, definitely the most recent. And I'm think I've been very blessed and fortunate to not have any, um, se- you know, reactions that severe in the past few years. Um, and definitely up to your up to your level of caution, of course, when something like that happens. Yes, and, you know, totally. Yes, and so we've yes, yeah, so that was the, a big one. <laughs> um, but kind of a funny story from you know I used to have a lot of like minor reactions when I was little my, my teachers and I remember like kindergarten through probably third grade used to put me at like the allergy table like away from anyone else and would like assign students to come sit with me and all of that um and so I'd have kind of minor reactions then we've just always tried to be so careful um with with that and yeah, so that was definitely kind of an interesting little story that <laughs> still makes me laugh to this day. I ran into one guy, actually, and when I got older and when I got to high school that I went to elementary school with, he was like, oh, my gosh, you're the allergy girl that I used to have to get like a sign to sit with at the allergy table. I was like, cool, cool, cool. Like, love that. Yeah. <laughs> love it. That's so funny. You know, um, I actually never sat at the I actually I have sat at the allergy table, but it's always I always felt like an outside whenever I set the allergy table like I'm just alone by myself I mean of course like my friends would come some of them but like in elementary school I'll be like um I kind of want to sit at the actual table with everybody else totally and it's just like um I really just I don't know what to do like and so I'm not severe severe I have a peanut Mm -hmm. allergy but I'm mostly like if I smell it, that's okay. Mm-hmm. And so I did after that kind of moment of like, oh my God, I have to sit at the allergy table. I kind of just sat with everybody else kind of away. Like I would kind of scan the room. Who's totally. eating peanuts? Totally. And it totally yeah. depends on the severity. Like I know for me, you know, mine is like something where I would have a lot of reactions when I was little from kids touching me on the playground, things like that. So it was necessary, but it definitely inspired me once I like got older to own it more because I would, I could just be like, okay, y'all like, Hey, I do have this really severe allergy, but you know, and just own it from the get-go. So it wasn't like a, you know, secret thing. So I think that kind of ended up, you know, working in my favor. And I obviously like still would, you know, have like, a, you know, relations, make good relationships in my class and everything like that. But um, yeah, it was, it was necessary, but definitely kind of, kind of funny to think back on. I know. And even in like high school, so I'm, like, I'm a sophomore in high school right now. And mm-hmm. I'm kind of just, you know, going out, starting to go out with my friends eat dinner um you know go to lunch and it's always like okay I ha- I can die for- I'm always like just kind of telling the waiter like my friends are there and I tell the waiter I can die with I can die from peanuts like please do not give me peanuts at all make sure this it says no peanuts mm-hmm. and my friends are actually really understanding about that so yeah. I want to kind of get into that because I know that um like the from the friend's perspective some people can be like very like teasing about it but others can be very just understanding about this Mm -hmm. food allergies that you had so do you have any of those like friends who are really really understanding compassionate about your food allergies yeah and especially I think now like you're saying like so many people are dealing with this in some capacity that now I feel like almost every time because I always pretty much you know if I'm meeting out people like I'm gonna you know tell them up front you know I went to a restaurant recently where I didn't feel safe you know eating there and because it's a place I've been before and you know they weren't as accommodating and so I just had to be like hey y'all like I I do have this really severe allergy so it's not like, safe for me to eat here and I feel like just being upfront and owning it like having the the confidence to do that and it takes a lot like I've it's not always been the case for me to, to be like that but I feel like it's made it the easiest to deal with it when you can have the confidence to own it and also like you're saying trusting that you know when you have people who who may not be supportive or who may like you know tease you about it or may not want to like be accommodating about it like that isn't anything 
you know, that you can help it because food allergy is something like I was born with. It's not something I choose or like choosing. So you have to just like own it and know that the people who are, who are meant to be in your life and people who really care about you will be understanding of that. I think. I love how you said to own it and to just be the best, even if you can't have allergies, just kind of live with it, you know, kind Mm -hmm. of don't let that hold you back from whatever you're doing. I know it holds a lot of people back. You know, you don't want to just exist. You want to live with food allergies. Totally. So that's why I think you just have to own it. And at that point, then you can have the, you know, you can choose to like make it a pot, make, you know, have positive things kind of surrounding that. It was just kind of live, you know, created the platform that I did, honestly. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I, I know. So you stated that you haven't always been this like open or just this, um, confident with your allergies. How did that change for people who actually are dealing with them? They're not that, you know, owning it yet. How do you own your allergies? Yeah. You know, I have to think back, especially to like, just growing up when I, especially when I was a lot younger, as I got older, I kind of could, could deal with it more, but I feel like, like I said, it just makes it a lot easier once you do. And like I said, once you realize like the people who, who, you know, you, need to have in your life need to have as close they're going to be understanding because I did deal with some you know a few small instances of bullying you know when I was younger because kids are immature a lot of times and like don't know how to handle it but then you have to realize like that's a problem you know that someone else might be dealing with and it's nothing based on you your your character your talents your gifts it has nothing no no hindrance on that and you know food allergies like you know you can't control everything obviously when you have food allergies like that you can't control the fact that you have them but you can control the other things that you have going on in your life and what you choose to make of it and that's kind of how the point I had to get with it and just kind of sitting into that and making it a routine to like yeah talk to people about my food allergies like own it as just a unique part of me instead of something that would be a burden yeah definitely I love how you said that because I mean, I feel like there's so many things that you can do and there's just this one thing that you can't do, you know, which is have your food allergies. So I think that what you have, what you can do, own it and be yourself about it. Show people, you know, I have allergies and I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to no do what you're doing, which is raising awareness and advocating about it. And if you're not doing that, you're, you know, you're helping yourself, you're educating yourself by doing all this. And you're really listening to, you know, for example, you're listening to this podcast, you're educating yourself about it. So I feel like that's how you also remain peaceful. Like, you know what you got to do. You got to go with the flow, the allergic reaction kind of go with the flow. Exactly. My, my biggest thing with that, I love the, the title of this, you know, that talks about choosing the the peace over the panic, because in, I think it is such like a, a thing right now with like we can't control like all the circumstances going on in the world right now. And so you have to just can do what you can do. Like, make the accommodations you have to make for your food allergies, be as cautious as you can be, and then you can't worry about it anymore. Yeah, definitely. Um, I've actually had, like, you have to kind of go with the flow. So I want to tell this little quick story. Um, I've I've shared the story on my podcast before, but I haven't shared the ending of it. Um, So I went to Italy two years ago with my sister, my younger sister, and my father. And so my sister had, is allergic to eggs and peanuts. Basically, long story short, she had a chocolate croissant and chocolate, they said in Italian, was actually Nutella instead of chocolate. Mm. So Nutella has tree nuts in it. Mm -hmm. And my sister ate it and she broke out into rash, allergic reaction, had to take the the EPiPen. Then a few days later, 
she had another allergic reaction (laughs) and it was it was coffee ice cream gelato and she had gelato and there was cross-contamination to uh, like peanut thing and so she ate it and she had to go to um she there's literally no er's either like wow within a range like the little tip find an er whenever you're traveling kind of find a place or a hospital you know know of um so she basically had to take another epipen and it was like uh, a highlight let me say a high not a very highlight of our trip at all like but what we learned memorable yeah, moment for sure a very memorable moment and what I've learned is that you know af- after all these allergic reactions I've kind of shared the story but what I haven't shared is that a few days later we actually or a day later after her two allergic reactions or her two EpiPens she was kind of feeling a little down but we found this extraordinary glorious place in Italy and it was in Rome and there was a an abundance of birds just flying everywhere and there everyone was trying to like hold their hands up and catch the birds on their arms and everything and my sister she was having the best time of her life kind of like she just kind of forget forgot about everything that happened and just kind of like lived in the moment and said it's okay I'm living I'm breathing I'm fine and kind of learn from your what happened and her laugh and her smile and everything that you know she was going through it was just like a really eye-opening moment I was like wow you're like that's insane. You can go from something so panicky to something that you feel peace at. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Totally. And I think like anyone who's ever had any kind of life-threatening experience, you appreciate even the little things in life so much more. And especially like experiences eating out with people, like even going to restaurants, like even if I don't feel safe eating somewhere, you know, just getting a drink and you enjoy that, that time with people. I feel like so much more, um, you know, because maybe you're not there for just for the food, but you're just there to, you know, enjoy the being the moment and um, enjoy the time with other people. And so I, I love that, that she got to still enjoy that experience. And everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole rest of the trip was just kind of like uphill. I mean, when you're down, you got to go, all, all so you can true. go is up. So when she got the birds on her arm, she was like laughing, smiling, mm-hmm. and it was just a great sight to see. And I was like, wow, I really want to, people are going through this and um. It's just a really, really amazing feeling when, you know, everything, it's like peaceful. It's turned from less panic to more peace. peace and um, choosing, yeah, choosing to find that. I love it. Yeah. So um, I want to kind of move into the more juicy college <laughs> life about allergies. So how did you kind of go off in college by yourself? Because, you, know, you know, you're leaving your parents, your family behind, your like support system and everything. Yeah. So you're kind of going to this new realm of you know kind of being by yourself kind of dealing with you know dealing your life by yourself so especially with allergies so how did you kind of deal with that and what did you do yeah so I'm also you know 12 hours away from home so that's pretty far you know something happens family can't be right there to come like in the moment you know if you have a reaction or something and that thought was definitely scary for my parents but I you know went through the whole college audition process because the program that I'm in and that I was going for you know was audition only audition based so I auditioned for a lot of schools and that time was so crazy and hectic that we hardly even looked into which schools were the most allergy friendly like we were just trying to figure out you know which program I was going to get accepted to and you know applications and all of that my senior year so it wasn't until after I got accepted and actually decided on the school that I was going to that we ended up looking into the allergy like how accommodating they were so that was a little bit um scary but I remember the phone call my mom had with Elon uh, my school's health and wellness manager when she said the words 
we have an entire section of our dining hall that is allergy friendly for the top eight allergens. And my mom just took a huge sigh of relief. We were sitting at the, there at the table together and just having that option, you know, the fact that the school does go the extra mile for that is such a huge blessing. And so that's been one really great thing um, for sure. And they do have people, you know, who are very educated in food allergies, you know, on campus that know how to deal with that. And they have a specific dietitian for that. So that was very encouraging, you know, especially being so far from home. And that's been great for me. Um, and obviously, you know, you have to deal with the social aspect and things like that. But I've just kind of taken that same mindset, like I said, of just owning it, you know, telling people it is what it is, yeah. and making the best of it. That's great. So did you, I mean, I know in, in college, everyone's just kind of like studying all the time and eating everything, kind of <laughs> snacking and everything. So did you bring any of those like allergy friendly snacks? Oh, yes. Yes. What? I definitely had my dorm dorm packed with allergy friendly snacks the first year for sure. Yeah. Um, so what were those kind of allergy? Let me think some of the, some of the first ones I love the, um, trying to remember my first year I had for I usually I had a we have to have a meal plan at Elon for the first and second year so I would do a lot of the dining hall stuff but some of my snacks were like the Belveda breakfast bars I know oh, those are not, so good not, I don't think they're gluten-free but they are dairy-free and peanut-free yeah those are great um and um trying to think of some what some of the other ones like fruit snacks like I'm such a big like gummy person and that's not like super healthy but like I love you know sometimes it's yeah. good to have just a little sweet something <laughs> yeah. hanging around here like fruit snacks definitely have my fridge um packed with almond milk and almond creamer actually you know brought my coffee maker because not taking any more risks at the coffee shops like you know as much <laughs> no, after no more that switch. one no, no more, switches. more switches with that so you know I have like actually my little you know Nespresso coffee maker so I'll make my coffees here and everything and those are those were just a few little staples but definitely having the allergy friendly section in the dining hall was like that's a life huge life wow <laughs> oh that's awesome I mean I know for, I'm actually just curious about this, but I know for a fact that I'm not, I, I don't cook. Like I literally, I can't cook. I don't cook. And I know if people have allergies, it's very beneficial if they can cook their own food. So do you cook at all in your dorm? Do you do any cooking? I do a little bit. I did a lot more in the fall um, on my page and everything because I was at home for the fall. I took this re- a remote semester because of, you know, COVID, everything being online. Yeah. Um, but here I'm able to do, do some things. They actually have a kitchen on each floor, but I'm a little worried about cross-contamination of food being left in there and everything but um I do some some things like if it's microwavable you know do something like that but I don't you know have an oven in here or anything I know you know your junior and senior year here you're able to get an apartment and live off campus so that will be nice to be able to cook more I look forward to that a lot because I have loved trying new allergy-friendly recipes especially like recently I've gotten so into that so I'm really looking forward to that that's awesome So I know we could talk about like the college aspect of everything and like kind of being in your dorm and cooking and everything. But I want to talk more about uh, move into a little bit more about the social aspect, because I know a lot of people are dealing with this, you know, if they're kind of going out and by themselves, I even have to mean college, but kind of just growing up. This is like Mm -hmm. growing up and you have allergies. This is like a real thing. So I know that people might have a lot of questions um, that they are afraid to ask or they don't they want to know answers (laughs) to. So let's just kind of get into that. So did you have any kind of experience where this guy just came up to you, kissed you, or like you kind of kissed a guy, I don't know. Oh, wait, do you have this allergen? Like, did you have any of those experiences before? I 
definitely could see how quickly and that could happen and how that's like can be such of like fear for people because that's something you can't really like I mean I guess you know you can control to an extent but you know I've had like instances of you know bumping into things or like or not bumping into things but like putting my hand down on something there being like an allergen because like my allergies are just that severe I haven't had a specific situation like you're talking about um but also you know I'm not currently dating anyone I'm pretty cautious I feel like about like who I'm dating and who I'm going to be kissing and things like that. And it goes back to like, you know, I would hope that that person would be cautious enough because of their care for me to understand that. And I feel like they kind of have to be, you know, if it's somebody that I'm going to be in a relationship with. Um, So yeah, I guess my biggest advice for that is just be as cautious as you can be. You know, I carry my Benadryl on me at, and my medication, my EpiPen on me at all times. And that's been kind of interesting because, you know, you don't want to be carrying like a huge bag or anything when you're, you know, going out to different social events and things like that. Um, But I still always carry it on me because like you're saying, like, you just never know. So you just have to be as cautious as you can be. Yeah. So where do you actually keep your EpiPen? Like if you're not taking a purse or anything, like how do you hold your EpiPen? I usually carry just like a little um, clutch or if I have like a pocket, put it in there. That's kind of my go-to or some kind of like jacket. You have to get creative. You definitely have to get creative. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Um, so what are some tips you can give to people who are young adults kind of going to college, don't know exactly what to do? What are some tips you can give them? Just like one or two tips that you can give them. Yeah, I, I mean, again, it does come, you know, I keep saying this, but it comes back to owning it and having that confidence and that confidence confidence like also I feel like carries over into other things like I found that even owning this one aspect of my life and having the confidence to just like tell people about it if we're going out to eat somewhere it takes such a like load off of my shoulders and it makes me feel like so much more confident in other things too because it's like yeah like I can I can own this as part of of who I am because I can't control it I can't just get rid of it um and so I would say just definitely just communicating that with other people and um and I've been able to bond with so many other people too that also have food allergies on campus. Like I have one funny story, um, if we have time from yeah, yeah, a, um, from, a, okay, this was the first week I got to school, a little nervous. I'm, you know, 12 hours away. No one from where I'm from goes to this school. So I know no one, literally some people I had Snapchatted, but that was about it. Went to the social event and they were playing this game with food. And so they were like, we're going to like bring up two people to like play this game. So they were like, Peyton why don't you come play and I was like oh, okay like let's see what it is and it ended up being with Nutella well I'm actually allergic to Nutella because you know that has dairy in it and I was like oh my gosh like I cannot do this I can't play that I can't play this game like I can't be a part of this and they were like oh well yeah you can like it's fine like we'll just wipe it off and I was like no I literally can't or I will die <laughs> like you're saying like you'd have to just be like I, you have to just put it out there because people don't get it and so I had one other girl that I had just met and I was like, why don't you get up and do it? And she says, I'm allergic to nuts, so I can't do it either. And honestly, that started the, be- that was just the beginning of a beautiful friendship because we got to like bond over that. And it's still the funniest thing that to think about, like that was my first impression with this, you know, big group of people and everything. So that was pretty funny. Oh my God. That's such a nice story. <laughs> that's so, that's like, like a friendship that just kind of happened and bonded just over happened out of something crazy. I mean, you know, what are the odds? That's <laughs> insane. Odds? I mean, that kind of goes to show that, you know, everyone's dealing with something. Everyone oh, yeah. has something. So many people now 
who ha- that have allergies like before you know the previous generations obviously didn't have as much allergies as we do now and so mm-hmm. now we have like a lot of people and I know a lot of people who do have allergies and it's great to kind of like bond with them like oh wait yeah you have allergies too that's awesome yeah. kind of share these stories with them which is amazing so totally. I want to get your perspective on this actually so mm-hmm. When you're married, you know, so how do you, if you have allergies and your significant other doesn't have allergies, is this like, do you think that they should give up your allergies? Because there's always this like controversy. Should they give up my allergies? Should yeah. I not give up my allergies? So people who are listening, kind of going through that kind of kind of era where they're dating a lot of people and they don't know what they, the, you know, the significant other should do. So what's your perspective totally. on that? Totally. This is so interesting. Yeah. Because I've, you know, only dated a, a few people. I've had like two, you know, more like serious relationships. And thankfully like those other people were just very respectful and cautious um, when we were like, you know, eating out together and things like that. And their families were always great to like, you know, accommodate and all of that. But I think as long as they are, being respectful it's so hard I've actually had this conversation with my family recently because they were like you know Peyton we don't really drink not like regular dairy milk like we don't eat peanut butter in the house like what are you gonna do about that and I guess it just has to be you know personal for each person but I think I mean how awesome would it be if they like were willing to give up uh, especially those main staples like because even you know I was at home this past fall my mom was doing a protein powder it got in the air and I like breathed it in had to take a Benadryl real quick so it's just like there's little things that you don't think about so it's really interesting I think as long as they're like I said they're they're willing to work through it with you and work through like what that will look like what kinds of foods like do you keep some that may you know have the item as opposed like in it the allergen in it as opposed to like peanut butter that you know what I'm saying things like that might just have to be an interesting balance but I think it just comes down to that that respect and care for the other person yeah and in your relationships have you ever like had that you know had asked them or they asked you know should I give up this certain allergen or anything like that or it's just more careful kind of thing I think it was more just being just being careful for sure and whenever they you know were with me they I'm trying to you know trying to think back and remember it's been a little while this is back (laughs) like in high school I mean that wasn't that long ago but it's a few years um but yeah, I think they were definitely just more cautious and, you know, were really kind in, you know, not eating a lot of the things I'm allergic to, like right around me when we were hanging out and things like that, um, which means a lot too. I feel like that, you know, is kind of like a, you know, a way you can, you can really like love other people in your life, whether it's like friends or someone you're dating, like just loving them by, by doing that. Yeah, definitely. I think it's like, I feel so comforted when like my friends or anything, there's like, oh, by the way, there are no nuts in it. So yeah. uh, it's like, oh, wow, you actually looked out for me. That's just yeah, so nice. It's it like, means a lot. It seems like such a small thing, but it really does. It does mean a lot. Um, and, you know, just pe- being people, people being supportive and kind of having that support system really helps. Oh, totally. Maintaining peaceful and having and acquiring allergies. So, yes. And also kind of going back to what you said, like, it really depends on your severity of your allergies. Yeah. And so if they should give it up, if they shouldn't, and like how main of a staple that is, and like, is it in everything, is it not in everything? So it's just like, I don't know. I feel like also I've talked to other people and they said that um, she she's married and she's been married for a very long time. And she said that her husband hasn't given up any of her food, but they've been extremely careful and it's just, yeah. it kind of works, you know, like it just, it works. I see, yeah. I totally can see how it can work. Like as long as you're willing to, they're willing to be careful. I think, you know, yeah. it can totally work and may not have to give it up completely. 
Yeah, definitely. It's also like part of culture too. Like food is a big part of culture. I want to take a little intermission and I do this segment. It's called Fast Five Questions. And I'm going to basically, um, have you, have you watched like Ellen's Burning Questions or like 73 Questions on Vogue? I think so. I think I kind of know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm basically going to ask you five questions, and they're going to be, like, super fast. You're going to try to answer them to the best of your ability. Okay. And that's it. So tell me when you're ready. Are you good? I'm good. Let's do it. All right. Go-to snacks. Oh, go-to snacks. Okay. Ooh, um, like I said, like, any kind of gummy candy. Um, Ooh, I love, like, any kind of, like, allergy-friendly ice cream. That is, like, my favorite treat. And, ooh, let me try to think of, like, a salty... um, Oh, I'm trying to think fast. Probably popcorn. That's a good Okay, staple. awesome. Popcorn, amazing. Okay. How do you come across clear to a waiter or waitress when you're eating out? Oh, yeah. Just definitely, like, telling them the severity and also, like, make, like definitely specifying that they tell the kitchen staff, like, and that they either write it down or that they make sure that the people back in the kitchen know to do it in a cl- or to cook my food in a clean area. I think that's super important. Awesome. And what's one word to describe a positive aspect of your food allergies or having Ooh, a food oh, allergy Community. Community is like one that I've just like loved, especially recently, like diving into allergy strategy, like this food allergy community rocks. Like I was so surprised and oh, I love it. So what's the number one way to travel anywhere safely? So like what should you carry at all times? Oh, definitely got to have your medication and just do a little bit of extra research. I think that preparation, it goes back to what I was talking about, like control what you can control to minimize panic. And, you know, like you're saying, like your whole thing, like, you know, to have peace, um, just prepare maybe in advance, even doing a little research on where you're going and restaurants might be available and things like that. Awesome. So what are some go-to international foods that you kind of take or fast food places that you kind of go to? If you go to fast food, because it must be hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chick-fil-A does a good job. And I mean, I'm kind of in the South. I don't know if (laughs) everywhere like has that. Um, Because they do like grilled nuggets and they have a kale side that is like free of my allergens, kale side salad. And their fries are also safe for me. I actually heard that Chick-fil-A was, has like, peanut oil is that like a myth is that something that like a misconception that people think you know I know that it's been I you know I checked my allergens my allergist about this as well and they were saying that it's refined enough that it wouldn't um cause me an allergy but an aller like to have an allergic reaction something I need to check on (laughs) awesome cool you survived the fast five questions (laughs) nice awesome so now we're going to kind of go into the, the more peace side of things, kind of the positive things that you kind of came across or you know of kind of information that you can share. So I know that like new advancements or things that a lot of people don't know of, like maybe snacks or apps, communal community apps. Like, so what are some of the things that you kind of gained throughout your allergy experience that you can provide to the audience? Yeah. One specific thing this past year, like I've been seeing um, just multiple food allergy apps, which has been so cool. Like what an awesome resource. Some of them provide different things, but I've recently partnered with the Spoken app as one of their ambassadors. And that has been so neat. Again, it's such a great community, um, but also that just I've learned so much about so many new brands, allergy-friendly brands, like just countless. I don't even know if I could name um, all of them right now, but it's just so neat to see that. They have news about, you know, new developments 
ingredients in food allergy things. Like I recently saw the allergy amulet, which is so cool. The thing where you can put the food allergen um, and it'll test to see if the food allergen is present in a food. I was like, what? Allergy amulet? Yes, I saw that recently featured. I was like, this is amazing. Like could literally be life-changing life-saving for so many people life-saving yeah and so they have partnered with the spoken app I know for sure um and just seeing like that has been definitely like so encouraging to see how many resources there are now because let me tell you like 20 years ago like when I was little like there were just not nearly as many resources so that's been really cool to see the development of those wow so what is exactly the spoken app yeah, so it's an app that has a lot of different components. They have a lot of verified brands that where each of the, the allergens are listed. And there's, um, there's also, you know, dedicated facilities that are free of the certain different allergens. And one of my favorite parts about it is that there are um, a recommendation section where you can recommend products or restaurants or like I've definitely done a positive recommendation for my university, um, airlines all like you name it there are recommendations from people who live with food allergies all over the world and I've loved you know seeing those and also posting some of those myself and just it's almost like a communication with just people that are in this community that are dealing with the same thing like that's super cool a lot of times they'll have discounts on allergy friendly items things like that those are just probably just a few I'm probably skimming the surface but um it's been really cool to get to, to partner with them and try a lot of their new um verified brand products I've posted a lot about that on my page because that's been a lot of fun too yeah I think everyone should check that out so I want to kind of move into like the big takeaway of yeah just kind of like stepping back zooming out about of everything how has allergies I know it's a very broad question and a very deep question but how has allergies made a big impact on your life like what how does everything change it's definitely brought a much greater appreciation. I kind of mentioned this earlier, but just a, a, it's brought a greater appreciation for the little things and has brought just a general mindset of, you know, you can't control everything. So do what you can, like do the best you can in every, in any aspect of your life, whether you have food allergies or not, like just do the best that you can to make the most of your life. And you can't worry about the rest because you know, a lot of times at, at restaurants or with different products, you're putting your life in the, your life in the hands of other people because of, of your, your food allergy, but you can only control what you can control and you can't let that worry take over because, you know, one thing that's like really important to me is my faith. And there's like a specific like scripture that says like, can like who by worrying can add like one hour to their life, which is so true for everyone. Like no matter like where you stand on that, it's just that, you know, eat, worrying is not going to add anything to our lives and so we should like just totally let that go and just do the best that we can with what we have and so that's definitely something my whole family has has taught me and that we've just lived with um for every aspect of our lives for sure that's some great advice I mean I I know that I worry about a lot of things you know even like not even with allergies in general but like things in general kind of like oh the next upcoming test I know they're really big things but they're just little things that make you worry so much and it's like, oh, wait, do I have to do this? I have to do this. And it's always like, what's the next thing? And not really living in like the present moment. I feel like that happens to me a lot, especially during quarantine. You kind of have a lot of time for yourself and a lot of time to think. So it's that mm-hmm. thinking is that that worrying that like, okay, I have to do this next. I have to do this. And it's just like, take a deep breath. It's okay. Stop, breathe in and out yeah. and you'll be okay. Even an allergic reaction kind of just 
breathe in and out mm-hmm. and um, right away take the EpiPen because that's the most important thing and just kind of remain peaceful. And I know it's a lot easier said than done when it you're, is, but at least, you know, when you're dealing with something like that, you can know like, Hey, I did what I could. I did the best, you know, I could to be, to be careful. And at that point, you just have to kind of have peace in that for sure. Even yeah, though, yeah, it is easier said than done, but yes. <laughs> Great. keep Thank in mind you. though. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I I love how that ended because it really provides a lot of advice and tips and just a big takeaway you can get from this episode, which is amazing. So thank you so much for being on this podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. It's been fun. It's so nice to talk to you. And I'm sure everyone benefited from your wise words that you you shared with everyone. So kind. So thank you so much. Thank you all for listening to Less Panic, More Peace. New episodes every week. Peace out.